Welcome to Politics. I think Gordon Brown would be the most boring former UK Prime Minister to be haunted by. Episode 22. Um, I'm Connor. I'm Rob. Um, he uh, tried to get me to pay uh, fucking 10 grand extra into the rent this week to, uh, so we can put steel slats out in the front garden. And uh, he started a petition on change.org to be recognised as George Soros' adopted son. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, t- this has been a weird week because it's basically been the same week as last week. Which, uh, which is weirder because the last six months have been the same as the last six months. <laughs> it's just finally caught up to us. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we were discussing what to discuss for this episode and um, we genuinely couldn't remember what we had discussed last week. Yeah. And fucked if I'm listening to it again. <laughs> to listen to it the first time. I don't listen to it before I upload. <laughs> Never mind you. Remind me what I spoke about. Um, so yeah, let's jump into US news. US news. Because that's where we always start. And hey, why mess with tradition? Yeah, that one. There's, I mean, they're, 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 they're still um, on a stoppage. The fucking shutdown is still going. Shutdown, that's the word. Um, so It's now the longest one in US history. So, you know... Well done. So, I'm sure Guinness will be along with your certificate soon. So 800,000 um, Americans are without pay this week. Um, mm-hmm. I read an interesting like human interest story of a bloke who was like uh, big in like the fucking uh, national security circles uh, after 9-11 because he spoke like a couple of languages and Farsi is his first language and uh, he's uh, driving an Uber now. Huh. Because he has to make ends meet and that's a gig economy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. One of the best. But even even at that, the uh, this was in like DC, and uh, the 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 market for Uber has gone down. Yeah. Because there's 145,000. Sorry, there's 360,000 um, federal workers in DC. Mm-hmm. It's the mo- it's the most affected of of the the shutdown. And of those, 145,000 are furloughed and just told stay home. There's no guarantee you'd be paid. Stay home. So basically, the Uber drivers have nobody to drive for. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not only is the market flooded with Uber drivers, but there's nobody <laughs> to fucking pick up. Like, it's even I, wrecking the gig economy. <laughs> I know what I'll do. I'll start driving an Uber to make ends meet. That way I can drive all the other people to... Ah. I think one of the best ones I heard was the, the Securities and Exchange Commission, right? Last week. The, the Securities and Exchange Commission, they employ close to 4,500 people. And last week... There was actively 285 of them in work due to the shutdown. My favourite part about this, um, from an irony point of view, is that it's all about the border security and the border wall. Yeah. Which Trump says is like this massive crisis and he fucking dug deep into the fucking bleeding heartstrings in his in his Oval Office address. Yeah, what did we... Being cut, like, I, met, I met families of people who've been murdered by NS-13 in, on American soil, etc., mm. etc. What did he say? It was like a crisis of the mor- morality and of the soul of America. Yeah. One of them. One of them ones that he wrote himself. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but there's so much... Like the TSA are out of action. Yeah. The TSA aren't getting paid. Mm. The FAA aren't getting paid, which means that airplanes aren't being inspected. Yep. There's a, there's a thing on the border called E-Verify, which verifies uh, incoming uh, people's uh, oh, visas. Yeah. <laughs> That's out of commission. Yep. So it basically means people can move across the border the EPA more freely. Are, the, people in the EPA and the FDA are out, are, out of, are, out, are out of action, which means that food isn't being inspected. Yeah. Like, 
this is doing a lot of damage to America. <laughs> but it's also what you said, right, just before we started recording, was that he's had, what, was it two years of the Republicans uh, controlling the three houses in yeah. the US government? And, and then, all of a, and there was nothing on the wall. And then all of a sudden, once they lost one... They couldn't, they couldn't get together and agree that, hey, this wall should be built. And as soon as the Democrats got into power in the House, suddenly it's, hey, we're all unified behind this wall thing. Hey, Democrats, why won't you fucking give it to us? Yeah. Um... Ugh. Which I don't know, but apparently I think I mean I said it last week as well. I think three quarters of Republican voters are still in favor of this fucking wall. Uh, it's jumped to eighty. Hang on, I can actually have I have numbers for this. It's gone a up. Total of fifty three percent of respondents said Mr. Trump and the Republicans are to blame, mm. while twenty nine percent blame the Democrats, according to an ABC Washington Post poll. Right, thirteen percent of people believe both share responsibility. Uh, support for building it increased to forty two percent from thirty four percent a year ago. The poll showed, although the increase mostly reflected a strengthening support among Republicans, some 87% of whom now support the building of the wall. Right, okay. So have have, uh, more of them just kind of been beaten down now they've just hit the point of, oh, just fuck it, just build the wall. Yeah, either they just believe in his bullshit or they just hate the Democrats. And, you know, Nancy Pelosi is a a nasty woman, I'm sure some would say. You know, I never did think that these uh, immigrants were that much trouble. Maybe I should Google this MS-13 group they keep talking about. Oh, my God! But, yeah, it's just such a fucking bizarre politics play that's just affecting so many <laughs> just just normal dudes on the street. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I think one of the worst ones that I heard, or, like, a really, really sad one that I heard was the... Um, in the Parks Commission, obviously, because so many of them are out of work now as well, that the Joshua trees that are planted in, uh, I can't remember which national park it is now, but these trees are like thousands of years old and they're now just being pulled down and cut down by fuckers coming in because they want to use off-road their, their ATVs. Yeah, off-road their ATVs and these trees are in the way of my path, so uh, I don't care how long it's been here. Yeah, like it's, it's there's a lot of shit like that. Like they dug deep into their own fucking entry fees to, yeah. which is supposed to be for like upkeep of the things, not for paying people. Yeah. And they dug into it to, like, keep them open and, like, clean up the toilets and the waste right. and the fucking mm-hmm. litter and shit. Like, reckon those things is the botanical equivalent of um, ISIS destroying <laughs> monuments in Syria. Yeah. Um, I, uh, he's also threatened to uh, declare a state of, state of emergency. I love this. And yeah, now they're this. starting to look at, hey, where if, you, if he does that, where the fuck are we going to get the money from? <laughs> And the answer is from the Department of Defense, right? Which has uh, the annual uh, the Army Corps of Engineers budget, which has thirteen point nine billion dollars allocated for civil engineering, civil works projects, right? Which is already not enough because America's uh, infrastructure is crumbling. Well, that happens when you're only trading with two countries, amongst other things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're looking at that. Uh. Yeah, it's just fucking bizarre. It's just such a weird one. Also, fucking, he has uh, now gone on record and said, I often said during rallies with little variation that Mexico will pay for the wall, he said on Twitter. We have just Mm. signed a great new trade deal with Mexico. It is billions of dollars a year better than the very bad NAFTA deal, which it replaces. The difference pays for the wall many times over. That's not what you said. said, I know I said Mexico was going to pay for the wall, and I meant they were going to pay for it with this great new trade deal that I got. Can you imagine now if Mexico turned around and went, oh, that's what you're going to use the money for? No. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm out. No, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm going to renege on that. You can't renege on that. Well, watch why? Me. <laughs> watch me. One me thing- and Canada. Hey, Canada, you want to go? <laughs> Let's pay keep away with a trade deal. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, 
the yeah but what it also annoys me is the fact that we're still sitting here two years in kind of going and this is nuts i can't believe this is happening what i believe everything that's happening nothing shocks me anymore i've hit that point now where it's a, this, this this is one that is now affecting a lot of americans a oh lot yeah of, a lot of people on the ground a lot of the, the stuff just will, will kind of go over people's heads you can just keep your head down you mm. can keep working and you can fucking come home and turn on netflix and not even turn on the news and you might not even know if you're lucky enough to not have anything affect be affecting you yeah whereas now it's oh i can't go to work today why not fucking border well what the mm. fuck is this shit man this is this 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 will get this will get this will get cleared up in about three weeks and then and, and i'll be fine i can't make rent yep my bills are about my my water's about to be shut off mm. Uh, I can't pay for my car I can't pay for my fucking food I can't put food on the table I, I live in paycheck to paycheck Because it's American dude <laughs> I can't pay for I can't pay so my so rent So suddenly it's actually affecting the Like It's affecting normal people In a way it hasn't mm. On a scale that it hasn't so far I can't pay my rent Because Trump is worried About too many immigrants Coming in, coming in And uh, ironically That means my Russian landlord Is about to kick me Out of my apartment <laughs> Um yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's hit the point where, like I said, where I, I'm not shocked at anything. It genuinely, he could turn around now and say, you know what, fine, we're not going to build that wall, but in exchange, we're going to instigate a purge. And I go, yeah, fair. Yeah, done. Let's do it. Yeah. That's, that seems like the next logical step. If we can't keep them out, let's make it legal to kill them one night a year. The only way you're going to have border security, there's only one way. You can have all the technology in the world. I'm a professional at technology. But if you don't have a steel barrier or a wall of some kind, strong, powerful, you're going to have human trafficking. You're going to have drugs pouring across the border. You're going to have MS-13 and the gangs coming in. And that's just in Northern Ireland. <laughs> um, I'm surprised more parallels uh, aren't being drawn between the backstop and the, and the, the Mexican wall thing. Well, surely I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly... Uh, I'm perfectly uh, believe, believed... Believing, just credulous <laughs> of the situation of of the lack of. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Go on, you had something to say there. <laughs> it's gone now. <laughs> no, you, like, I I I don't see a good like. There are borders between countries that are contentious, but yeah. it's not like there's there's there's, there's a flood of immigrants and crime going. Yet, quote unquote unquote crime going from one to the other. Yet. What there used to be, we're gonna build a wall yeah. and the Brits are gonna pay for it. <laughs> Why are we building that wall? There's nobody, too many gangs nobody, running green diesel. The, 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 the thing is, nobody wants a wall on the Northern Irish border. That's true. Nobody, nobody wants the wall, not uh, even if it's steel slats. <laughs> well, you can put up steel slats, it'll just take it to smelt it down. <laughs> yeah, one, yeah, 160 for every one pound worth of steel you put in, <laughs> you scrap. Scrap it. <laughs> uh, in other news, Arlene Foster has revealed their latest money making records <laughs> slats for cash. Um that's about it. I mean Yeah, that's about it. Uh for American news. Yeah. There's I have I, there was another thing here of uh Mike Pompeo, who is the uh Secretary of State mm-hmm. in the US. I actually had to think about that for a second because of his fucking roundabout cabinet. Fucking musical chairs cabinet. Oh yeah, uh, he was in Cairo, and he he was he was just oh he, yeah. And he, I read he, this he just gave it. He, he he gave a speech that was basically saying Obama was a pile of bollocks and and shat the bed in Syria. And everyone in the room kind of went, "What are you doing? Yeah, why are you 
you have any concept of a united front whatsoever you're not playing American politics here <laughs> like, yeah, it was you're playing th- global politics this was the thing where he me? basically went yeah uh, several years ago another American stood in front of you and this was like Obama's very famous speech in Cairo where he basically went yeah we dealt with the Middle East in the wrong way and now we have to find a better less contentious way of doing it and uh, now Pompeo basically went yeah we were wrong we should have doubled down <laughs> Yeah, we we learned that when America retreats, chaos often follows. When we neglect our friends, resentment builds. When we partner with our enemies, they advance. What, what yeah, friends? Just, what the fuck are you talking about? Anyway, uh, so the US is pulling out of Syria, which I'm not touching with a barge pole. No. Uh, but also, fucking Jim Mattis resigned. Yeah, he was the good one. So now I'm terrified. <laughs> I never thought I'd utter the phrase, well, now that mad dog is gone, I just don't feel comfortable in the way that government has run. Yeah, genuinely. Yeah, like he, like, like he, 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 apparently he was just turned around and went, "You're pulling out of seat. I disagree with this whole so how heartily." Like you, his fucking his uh, resignation letter was so fucking catty. It was beautiful. I didn't get a chance to read it. Like normally, it's it's a big like a uh, like you know resignations again. Like, oh, it's been an honor to serve. Under oh yeah, yeah. Like, he didn't say any of that. <laughs> <laughs> and it, the it, horse it was, it was, you like, rode in on. It was like yeah, you deserve to have a president that. Uh, Mr. President, you deserve to have a secretary say who see you see eye to eye to have a secretary of defense that you see eye to eye with, and that will kind of basically that will do what you want him to instead of what <laughs> I do, which is what tell, tell you right. what needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you want a yes man, not an advisor. Yeah, hmm. but yeah, he was the good one. That's a shame. Yeah, it really is. Hmm. I think that's it for U.S. news. If you got that's sh- 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 it's all I have for U.S. news. Anyway. Okay. Um, will we take a hop, skip, and a jump across to Brexit land? Yeah, go on. Brexit, Brexit land. You're you're the you're the one who's looked into this, so I'm I'm following you. On well, yeah, because we're in the like we're in the home stretch, baby. Uh, the vote in House Commons is tomorrow. Um, uh, Theresa May has uh, sought assurances from the EU regards the backstop, and it's really it's funny because basically the EU have come out and said exactly what the Tories wanted to hear that they don't want the backstop to be a thing. They don't want to use it. It's uh, a last gasp thing that is there when everything else has failed until a better free trade agreement can be organized. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. The whole point of it is literally just a safety net. You shouldn't have to use a safety net. Nope. And what happened was the Brexiteers and especially the, uh, the DUP were just like, well, that just makes us even more worried about it. And you're, it's one of those moments where you're just kind of left going, what the fuck do you want to hear? I mean, they, they told you what you wanted to hear and you've just said it made things worse. Now, I mean, I will say, I can marginally, I can marginally understand uh, the the misgivings of some members of like the um, some politicians in Northern Ireland regards the backstop because their big worry is essentially that if... Um, uh, like an agreement falls down and the, the the backstop comes into place and what you end up with is the EU dictating um, trade rules and etc etc in Northern Ireland that once the UK leaves they won't have any MEPs which means the EU will be dictating trade laws for Northern Ireland when Northern Ireland has no representatives yeah hadn't thought of that yeah and that's a good one it is a good one, and it's the one that I've come out. I've heard come out with them come out with where I've gone. Huh, that's actually kind of a fair point. Shouldn't have voted to leave then. Oh wait, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, um, now it's kind of looking more and more like the vote is Theresa May's deal vote is going to be voted down, which everybody, it, it, the question at the moment is actually basically by how much uh, low ball figures are, uh, but that she's going to lose by about 70. High ball figures are over 200. <laughs> so, you know, that uh, 10 seat swing she got with the DUP is uh, not looking not like looking, the best deal looking, at the moment. looking so hot now. Mm. Oh, I'll get these extra 10 seats. That will assuredly get me uh, through all these difficult times. Lose, proceeds to lose every vote by close to 100. Um, yeah, so uh, like I said last week, the big problem with that is once that gets voted down, they don't have time to renegotiate anything else. And yeah, you're into no deal territory. Yeah. Um, the only, uh, and of course, we, to increase the turmoil even more, uh, it's now like the, the, a memorandum was sent around to basically all the members of the uh, representatives of the Labour Party and they've all been told, yeah, we don't care if you're sick or what. Make sure you're in the House of Commons this week. Uh, we want everybody there. So, Everyone has to fucking vote. So it's starting to look, uh, rumours are starting to swirl that if this vote gets uh, oh, that's defeated, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. that Corbyn's going to table a vote of no confidence in the government. But he's basically said as much. Yep. He was a bit of a coy little bitch about it, but he, but he kind of Corbyn? Was... Coy? Never. So yeah, he basically turned around and was like, you know, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying yes, I'm not saying no, but I'm saying there's a, there's definitely on the cards an yeah. old vote uh, of no confidence in, in Theresa May. So who knows this and time? we're going to be the ones to call it before those Tory backbenchers can. <laughs> yeah, we want the glory. So yeah, this time next week, we could be looking at a general election in the UK. Yeah. Man, that's like the second in as many months. Vote <laughs> <laughs> no of no confidence. The first it's one was from the party and now it's the one yeah, for the government. So the first one's for the party <laughs> and this one's for, yeah. So I mean, like the one with the party was essentially vote no confidence if she had lost she had to step down as leader of the party which was a weird one because I'm if I'm why right why would you change jockeys that close to the end of a race well also because if, if I'm right now I'm completely willing to be uh, corrected on this but if I'm right just because she's leader of the party doesn't mean she can't be PM do you know what I mean unless I'm wrong and it was actually a vote no confidence in her being prime minister I don't anyway. know anyway honestly so yeah but the difference was one was from within the party and this is for her actual government so if they basically yeah we could be looking at general election territory yeah yeah so we're gonna have because that went so well for them the last time <laughs> hey it went real well for labor yeah it did actually. real well for labor and if we're really lucky the dup might get voted out because they haven't done anything voted out of what out of uh well they might get their uh, seats reduced they, they might not actually yeah, well, they won't, be in coalition well, they, anymore. They, they, they hopefully won't be in coalition anymore. That's, that's the most you can hope for. Yeah. And I think everybody wants that. I think even the DUP want that. That'd be great if there was just a complete flip of it now and it ended up with, like, <laughs> La- Labour and the SNP. And uh, <laughs> Arlene Foster is just left weeping into... Uh, it's like, man, we need another eight seats. Here's Shinner. <laughs> <laughs> That was the big joke, like, uh, at the last general election was, you know, uh, Arlene Foster, uh, not Arlene Foster, Theresa May uh, announces coalition with the DUP just as they're, like, the government is about to be formed. Jeremy Corbyn picks up Mike, says not so fast, suddenly lights drop, how, uh, stage lights come up, Sinn Féin enter to triumphant music. Oh my God, they're taking their seats. They're going into a coalition with Labour. Oh my God! <laughs> my God! He's got a seat! <laughs> Um, no, the the talk is more so that if there's going to be um, another coalition, yeah, it's going to be the Scottish Nationalists because they'll actually take their seats because mm. they're not a pack of spas. 
they the, le- the lesser of two spas, yeah. but spas nonetheless. They, they actually show. I actually have a lot of time for the SNP. Um, they actually show up and uh, you know say things and take part in votes rather than just kind of going. No, no, we won't take our seats because I, I meant I meant that of the, of the two major parties up north. Oh right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Um, I'd like to throw in a, an honourable mention to Shakeable Hands this week. Oh yeah, uh, for, lovely, friendly Shakeable for, Hands. Uh, Simon Coveney, our oh. Oh. who went up north. He did to he did. talk with uh, Arlene, with 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 everybody up in Stormont. Mm-hmm. They uh, they opened it up specifically for him. Yeah, um, because it's been shut for two, two years. years now. Two years has the two years it, this week. It has the uh, record for the longest assembly without a government. I said that last week as well. Ah. Uh, but yeah, he went up to try and just you know, have a frank discussion with them and kind of just, you know, smooth, you know, basically do to the north what the EU has been trying to do with Theresa May and just, here's all your insurances, here's all your information and we're, we're going to talk through and we're going to let you know what's actually happening because yeah. that's, that's, yeah. What I'm trying to do here is to explain to people that this is not a threat to anybody. The Irish government certainly has no ulterior motives here apart from trying to protect the status quo on this island. Are we really suggesting that this whole deal is going to be pulled down because of something that may never be used in the first place and even if it is, will only be used on a temporary basis? Is that what people are actually advocating for? The DUP later said, later said that she hoped the Irish government would reflect on our principled objections and recognise that there is a better way which can work for both the Republic and the UK <laughs> without any details as to what that could possibly be. Sounds about right. After the meeting, Ms. Coveney said it was useful to have an open and frank discussion. I don't think anyone would have expected that the conversation would have resulted in an agreement on the backstop between the DUP and the <laughs> Irish government. <laughs> Listen, we knew we weren't going to actually achieve anything, but no one can say we didn't try. And for that, he gets a shake of the hand from me. Also, yeah. honourable mention to SDLP leader Colm Eastwood, who made the same point while adding, it is humiliating that across Europe and Westminster, Northern Ireland is at the centre of the debate, while here we have no functioning political forum. <laughs> He's right, it is humiliating. <laughs> I was th- trying to think of a way to oh. sugarcoat that, but no, not, that's a fucking disgrace is yeah, what just, it is. Just telling it like it is. Yep. Good for him. Yeah. Lash that in there, lob that grenade in. Fuck it, no prisoners, let's go. Uh, that's all I have on Brexit and UK news. Yeah, it's all very calm before the storm. I mean, I saw a great headline uh, just before we started um, recording, and I haven't read the article yet, so I won't go into detail. I'll just give the headline. So, um, Theresa May, obviously in the House of Commons, basically going, please take my vote, please. This is, <laughs> this is, listen, you don't understand. It's this or nothing. You really don't want nothing, trust me. And uh, one of the arguments she made was, uh, no deal Brexit would make a united Ireland more likely. <laughs> You don't want that, do you? You don't want that, do you? <laughs> Suddenly Sinn Féin running in the door. We'll vote, we'll vote, we'll vote. But, um, yeah, the, so here you go. The that pro- actually brings us neatly into punchable faces. It does. Because I've come up with the fifth punchable face. We, we came up with four and, and we, hadn't, we hadn't quite come up with the last one. Wunderbar. And uh, my uh, first punchable face is going to be all the fucking... Brexiteer shitbag Tory backbenchers Ah that's a lot of them For making me feel Any empathy For Theresa May Because Theresa May mm. is, is, is doing Her best In a bad situation And yeah. she's going No the EU has told us That this is the only deal They're going Go back and get a better deal We don't agree We're going to vote down your thing yeah. And she goes There is no better deal This is it It's happening in fucking Two months There's yeah. no fucking time To do anything else This is it And they're going Go back and get a better deal We've had two years We've had two years To try and organise this This is the best we could do No go back And get another one 
So they have me think, mm. going, oh, that poor woman. Fuck those guys. <laughs> you brought that. I like the fact. I like the fact that they've now like you're you're actually getting more irritated by these guys because you mentioned them last week and now they they've progressed from just your you know what fuck those guys into no punchable faces yeah, yeah we've crossed I'm gonna, that I'm gonna, yeah I'm gonna renege on my need needs a a single face to punch nah. and I'm gonna punch all pitch the entire Tory backbench yeah as represented by Jacob Rees-Mogg fair enough seems legit. Uh, I'll go with my one I will keep it in Brexit news why don't we and uh, making his second appearance this year is our DUP friend Sammy Wilson for his statement that he would happily vote down May's Brexit deal because uh, no deal is better than uh, her deal and that's not true Sammy that's a lie Um, so for that you go unpunchable faces um, I've also like just uh, as a just a brief segue over here. Uh, for anybody who's listening, I'm going to try and keep a tally of punchable faces this year, so that at the end of the year we can re- give our punchable faces top ten of uh, who's made the list the most. Oh, Rob! Throughout you throughout the year, optimistic soul thinking we'll get through a year of podcasts in a uh, row. <laughs> you know what? I figure if we've got a goal to get to, to aim for, then. Uh, then, then maybe it'll happen maybe I'll do it month by month and then at the end of the year I'll compile a top 10 um, my next one was Mitch McConnell yeah um, did I did we talk about Mitch earlier no we didn't you didn't mention him but yeah it's it's, it's basically that thing of, of, of now that the uh, so basically now that the House of Representatives is controlled by Democrats they're putting forward budgets and saying here here's a budget that yeah. takes care of everything except the border, and we can mm. we can discuss the border in the meantime. But here's everything to actually keep the government functioning and keep people in paychecks. Yeah, and Mitch McConnell won't even sign it to send it over to Trump <laughs> because there's no point. Uh, I mean, he's not wrong. There isn't a point. I'm sure, like the the the, the, the not point is different such from fucking. You had two years. You were the leader of the party <laughs> that for two years had full control of the US government and you couldn't even get your own fucking house in order to get the fucking wall built. And now as soon as the other boys are in the fucking house, now it's a fucking issue. God, I fuck, he, he's living proof that there is no organised leftist violence in the United States of America because <laughs> nobody's shot him in the fucking face yet. Careful now, if that could be incitement to violence. If a grease fire, it would be too fucking good for him. That could be incitement to violence. We could end up uh, on a ban list here. Uh, politics would like to uh, make a tacit judgment that uh, nobody should drown Mitch McConnell in a grease fire or shoot, or him, shoot him in the, the face. face. There we go. We're just merely commenting on the fact this is that, merely that, comed- that he comedic hyperbole. Here we go. Do, please do not take any of our suggestions seriously. Please do not take any of our suggestions, Mr. Um, NSA man. Uh, also, if you have George Soros' number, send it over. <laughs> uh, yeah, still no bricks through the window. Still no bricks through the window. Very disappointed. disappointed. Uh, so that's on to so, me. Yeah, I'm going to pitch Mitch. Also, he's got a real jowly face. I mean, it's real <laughs> soft. You could just punch it all day. It's like the opposite of boxing gloves. It is a bit weird with, uh, like that lads with jowly faces uh, are more appealing to put on punchable faces just because it's like, oh, it looks like, it looks vaguely as though if I punched uh, a a load of like uncooked bread dough. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Like like uh, you know, like the inside of an undercooked donut. <laughs> yeah, what'd it be like? If I, I, ima- I, ima- that? I imagine it's like that. Like you could probably punch Mitch Connell in the face all day. Thump, thump, thump. <laughs> you know, I really thought at some stage this would start to hurt my knuckles, but I don't think even he feels it. Thump, <laughs> thump. You think it'd get old? It, it don't. doesn't. <laughs> 
Um, my last one is going to be our old friend Shane Ross. Ooh, what did he do? Yeah, I, this was a news story that came out during the week. I was going to use this as an and finally, but then I decided that it annoyed me more than it amused me. So he's going on punchable faces instead. So apparently Shane Ross went canvassing in his constituency over Christmas. And he did so after dark. One woman reported... <laughs> yeah. One woman reported that Shane Ross showed up at her house at quarter to nine on New Year's Eve. Another one said that he showed up at her house at ten past eight on Christmas Eve. Is, is he okay? I don't think so. But it's basically been brought up the fact... <laughs> uh, it, it's been brought up... It was He's questioned about this. And one of the things he was quoted with saying was, I just wanted to meet people. <laughs> Oh, oh, Shane. Oh, no. He went on to say, the vast majority of people were delighted to see me, if a little shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he was referring to the one guy that he jumped out of the bushes at. I'm not joking. That actually happened. Yeah, apparently, someone was walking down the street and Shane Ross like, came out of the bushes at and just like, hello, I'm your local representative. Uh, oh, if a little shocked. The only time I can meet with people is after dark as I'm busy with ministerial duties during the day. He's busy with ministerial duties during the day during his Christmas break. On Christmas Eve. Also, Quarter to nine. Will you have a sherry? No, I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even give me the fucking cake. The, the laws are mad these days. <laughs> Uh, also the fact that he's not doing his ministerial duties we've reported on that many many times because he doesn't do his ministerial duties unless it's showing up to shake hands with somebody who's won something yeah so yeah, yeah it's, 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 good, it's good to get some of the classics back yeah I'm I mean, very disappointed in Farage I'm very disappointed in Nigel Farage but he's, it's not his fault he's irrelevant now no well I mean it, it is He's not even a member of fucking UKIP anymore. No, he resigned. He, he resigned he, as he, a he, member he, of UKIP. Didn't he say they've gone a bit too like right wing for him? Yeah, because because they they went against his entire thing, which is plausible deniability. Yeah, that's true. His thing was all no, you can't pin him on Anthem because he's real good at plausible <laughs> deniability. You know, UKIP became Stormfront so gradually, I didn't <laughs> even notice. <laughs> um, in a break with tradition, we're gonna have a sixth punchable face. Or is this number five? This is five. Oh, this is five. Excellent. Five. Yeah. I'm gonna punch. Um. Connor Murphy and Don Doyle, who are um, a representative of Sinn Féin and the General Secretary of Sinn Féin, who uh, attended the inauguration of uh, Nicolas Maduro, uh, who is the president of Venezuela. President in air quotes. President in air quotes, because this is uh, the vast majority of the opposition boycotted last year's vote on the grounds it was rigged in favour of Mr. Maduro, noting a host of irregularities, including Socialist Party activists offering monetary payments to voters. (laughs) How dare they say my election is rigged? Also when I the, win, I'll show them. The pro-government Supreme Court, which has largely supplanted the opposition-run Congress, like he like stacked the Supreme Court and like, uh, he's, he's he's it's a ridiculous yeah I, I, sham of election. I've kind of briefly looked into it because it was one of those ones that was so blatantly like. You know, you just look at it and you kind of go, "This this wasn't legit. This is no way There's it was no legit." No way. Yeah, like. That being said, like there was, uh, there was Fianna Fáil's foreign affairs spokesperson uh, said Sinn Féin's presence at the inauguration was just another example of why the party is unfit for, for government, which is, a line that, which is a line that was also touted out uh, in reaction to another thing that Sinn Féin had done recently that I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, I think it might have been to do with the Roscommon evictions and their stance on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, which I'm also not going to get into because I haven't read up enough on it. Sinn Féin uh, supports but mercenaries, not mercenaries, Sinn Féin supports vigilantes and balaclavas, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, but it, I, I think that's a party line of like, anytime Sinn Féin do anything, say they're unfit for government. Yeah. And just get, get that line out there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like really dri- drill it hole into the zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah. Please However, Mr. Murphy like defended that. the decision to travel, saying Mr. Maduro had been democratically elected. This is a particularly difficult and challenging period for the citizens of Venezuela, he said. We will use our presence in Venezuela to express our continuing solidarity to the people, supporting their legitimate demands to build a just and equal society free from foreign intervention. Well, that's really going to come back and bite him in the hole if it actually turns out that this was rigged. Um, apparently the turnout was 46% was the official mm, estimate yeah, okay. and the independent and opposition estimate is 175 to 25% turnout alright so it was a proper case of like get the pet cemetery in there and everything yeah huh that's uh, like I can't again I can't comprehend how stupid a statement that is that's a, like you know oh I said we want to con- show our okay. continued support if it's actually shown that that's <laughs> like bullshit then, yeah. like, well done. You're fucked. Your credibility's ruined. Oh, congratulations. You Who, support... Maduro? No, uh, what's his head? The... Oh, oh fucking Shin- the Shinner. Yeah. Conor Murphy, yeah. Conor Murphy. Yeah. Like, well done. Like, your, your fucking reputation's shot now. Um, and, like, any time you say anything for the future, everybody gets to just turn around and go, oh, well, you supported a dictator. Yeah, so the, the opposition has control of Congress in Venezuela. Ah, right. But Maduro just got the Supreme Court to basically supplant all of its duties. Which, Fun. which he has stacked. Right. And he controls. Right. So the Supreme Court swore him in, and which then, is Congress's job. Yeah. And Supreme Court Chief... Uh, Not at all Ma- his Ma- brother. Michael, Michael Marino dedicated nearly 20 minutes to explaining why Mr. Maduro was not being sworn in by Congress, which the ruling Socialist Party has ignored since the opposition took control of the body in 2016. <laughs> okay. Sounds all sounds completely on the up and up. So yeah, I'm punching that chin in the face. Yeah, for no, good for call. for just being for just being a tick. What are you doing? I mean, that's that's one that you should dis. That, that's one of the socialist, you know, instances of socialism that you should get the fuck away from. Yeah. Like I I I understand the concept of solidarity with 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 fellow like like people of of a, of a like mind but that's not what that is <laughs> no but you know this is the it's actually that shinner thing of like being so desperate to be like in on the ground and in the ga- it's grassroots and like in among you know among the people and solidarity and all that it'd be the same thing with like throwing their lot in with the the republicans in the states like you know oh they're republicans we're republicans that like, we're totally on board with that that's you know Try and look at the actions, not the... Not the names. The names. Yeah. You spa. Fucking spa. Um, uh, steak knife is strong. Also, big welcome back to Steak Knife. Yay. Uh, oh, this is uh, Mary Lou MacDonald. As said, uh, Mr. Mr. Maduro's election was open and democratic before drawing comparisons between poverty levels in Ireland and Venezuela. <laughs> Yeah, we got we got bread lines here. <laughs> we got we uh we have what's what's the inflation rate in in Venezuela? It's 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 slated to be something like ten billion percent I, this pre- year. I I I looked it up the other day, and um the international uh the international monetary funds uh, official oh, guidelines. Well, it's, a, it's it's it will hit one million percent. Uh, I believe inflation. that ca- I believe that counts as a metric fuckton. 
There's a metric fuck ton of inflation is the technical term for that. It's uh, it's just just. But no, they're oh com- Mary. They're I thought be- like I, I, I don't know why, but I thought better of you. Don't ever. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That, it's just it's just more people in Sinn Fein to have to die before I'll vote for them. <laughs> Not in my lifetime. <laughs> Not in my lifetime. I used to say in my lifetime. I would vote for Sinn Féin. I had an argument. And I don't think it's going to happen anymore. <laughs> I had an argument with somebody over Christmas who was, when I was, I made the argument of the fact that like, they don't do anything in any of the fucking assemblies that they're voted in for. So they're being paid to do sweet fuck all. And you know, the whole argument was made, oh, they only take the average industrial wage. Don't care. They're still being paid for doing nothing. <laughs> and so on. Yeah, but like, uh, the, the uh, representatives in the North, I know they're not in Stormont, but they do a lot for their local constituents. It's like, that's a councillor's job. Yeah, not, not, a, not an MP. Yeah. Yeah. There's a current 1.3 million uh, percent inflation rate in Venezuela. That's a lot. Apparently. I, want, I'm I mean, I know rents are going up here, but they're <laughs> capped at 4%. And last I checked, 4 is less than 1.3 million. You have a master's degree in math, so I I'll do. agree with you on that. I mean, that's a whole, you know, fucking lot less <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. six orders of magnitude less Hang on, like. let, me, let me let me just uh let me just like quickly check what the official term for that is a lot <laughs> a lot less um wow that's yeah it's that's a that's a ridiculous statement mary lou's gonna punch hey do you know what the actual rate of inflation in ireland is forecasted as being huh 0.8 percent yeah oh geez i don't know how we're gonna I don't know how we're gonna suffer but, but she's right. We are. We're so like Venezuela. If only we could elect a socialist government and solve all our problems like they did. Elect is a strong. <laughs> um. Anyway. <laughs> move. Oh, move on. Let's move, move on, on, please. Move let's on. move on. For the love of Jesus, I could do an episode entirely on that fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh god, fuck that bitch. <laughs> so, are we going Irish news or EU news? Uh, Jesus, did we ha- is there any, like, have you got anything? Because most of my e- my EU and Irish news has been, um, what you call it? Brexit related. It's just been Brexit related. Um, I've got some, some EU news. Okay. Uh, going back to last night, uh, that Vox party in Andalusia. Um, oh yeah, you were talking about this. They, uh, they, they made, they made a thing. They made a... They made a thing. They they are now propping up a government. They're propping up a uh, a minority government in there. Right, twelve seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that do that. Uh, during negotiations with the PP, Vox made a series of controversial demands, including withdrawal of funds and legislation supporting feminist and LGBT organisations, mm-hmm. the immediate rep- uh, repatriation of fifty two thousand uh, undocumented migrants, and celebrating the reconquest of Christian by Christians of Muslim occupied Spain in the fifteenth century. Also promoting uh, bullfighting and hunting in the region. In addition, mm. the PP agreed to roll back an existing historical memory law in Andalusia that Fox claims offers a skewed version of the 1936-39 civil war that ended an ensuing dictatorship. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> right. There are, um... Yeah, so yeah, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a right-wing administration in Andalusia at the moment. And it's seen as many by as a possible blueprint for other regions following upcoming local elections in May, which will be something to keep an eye on. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, else? That's about all I have. That's just a, a quick update on last week's mm. punchables. Uh, yeah, I don't. And then apart from that, we've got some. I've got 
very very little in Irish news to be honest it's no I've, uh, I've got I've got basically nothing in Irish news there's the nurses strike which is uh, I have very little to say on because it's just the nurses are trying to strike and they've voted overwhelming in favour of striking yeah and they're going to go strike mm-hmm. and I hope it goes well for them yeah I mean it's kind of like the same I, I I don't know maybe if I was in hospital I'd be I'd be different because I remember when the um the transport strike was on I, w- I went on many a rant over the fact that I couldn't get where I needed to go because <laughs> fuck those bus drivers whereas with this one I'm far more like ah yeah no what they should they should earn more money although I will say I've always said like fucking um nurses deserve far more money than they, more, ugh, far more money than they actually get it's not actually about the money it's about um uh recruitment and uh retention of staff Oh, right, okay. which which apparently will be uh, solved. Like uh, nurses say, pay not cause of strikes, but is solution. Basically, is the headline. Right. Um, with fair pay, the HSE will be able to recruit and retain enough nurses and midwives for a safe health service. The problem is they're just hemorrhaging nurses. Yeah. To other countries. Um. Yeah. No. I, oh, that's happened for ages. I mean, like ninety percent of the nurses I know. Um. And I, I I know a couple of people like from when I was younger who've gone on to become nurses and uh, most of them are either um, in the UK or Australia. Yeah, I mean, according to this, it says they're not unhappy with their pay, they're unhappy with the conditions and they're unhappy with the fact that they can't get stable workforces because they can't hold on to staff. I mean, also fair. So, yeah. Also, on a funny note, um, Mm. there was a uh, an email sent around to cabinet ministers Mm. uh, (laughs) beef. Yeah, this them, was a good them being told to be present for votes because the government is losing votes in the doll because mm. mi- because people just aren't turning up the vote. <laughs> yep. So it happened happened three or four times over the last uh, year or so. Uh, last May they lost a series of votes on data protection, uh, including one on the digital age of consent. Um, fifty six to fifty one. Uh, they lost a vote calling for a better response to housing crisis. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Eighty three to forty three. And they lost an anti-eviction bill, which would have banned landlords from evicting people in homelessness. <laughs> the government lost a bill, that bill, by 35, 45 votes to 39. These are very low numbers for votes anyway. Yeah. Like, 45 to 39 is like 84. They're not... You know, well, I mean, yeah. Out of 212? Yeah. The doll? Oh, they, like, like, <laughs> the numbers in the fucking in the dollar are always like shockingly low. But it's just funny. Unless like, there's a, like a properly big vote. But it's on. just for like, like they've been told, make sure, like it's midweek. Don't take any midweek leave. Unless you're out of the country, you're in the doll on Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're, we're, in, we're in the majority. We have the government. We should be winning these votes. <laughs> and we keep losing. You fuckers won't cut. Fuckers won't fucking turn up the world. Won't stop going on your, mid, on your fucking midweek city breaks. Oh, Lord. I, I wanted one for like, and finally... Um, I showed it to you during the week, but I can't find it anywhere now. Um, which was the thing over the yellow vest protests in the UK, and when they had the like um, their thing of like yellow vest protests in the UK, what we're in oh, favour yeah. of, and it was like uh, we're pro Brexit, pro homelessness, pro, pro yeah. yeah, the things we're in favour of, crooked laws, crooked governments, child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like lads, there's a difference. There's a difference between pro and opposed to. Yeah, um, fire your PR guy. Yeah, the yellow vest thing is another thing that I've no idea how to approach because it's one of those things. It's a bit like Black Lives Matter. It's not, it's not an organization of people doing something with a purpose. No, and it's 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 a massive like movement that's just got some people who stand up and say, "Oh yeah, I'll speak for everybody." Yeah, and it's like, yeah, uh, 
if you see pundits on the left are saying, oh, it's, mm. it's right wing nut jobs, and people on the right are saying, oh, it's left wing nut jobs, and yeah. it's it's a big mess of protests. Yeah, because I mean, that's... that is just everybody like it's it's one of these things that just bubbles up, and everyone who is angry just sticks on a high vis and goes out into the streets. Yeah, cause and there's no anybody consensus. can get a high vis. Anybody yeah. can get a high. We've got three in the house. Yeah, there's no consensus. There's Let's no... start our own. There's no. Um... Uh, ideology behind it so you yeah. can't read there's nothing to discuss <laughs> well I mean that was people the, are wrecking shit and that was one of the do, big problems like... in France was with the riots um, Macron <clears throat> made the point at one stage that he would like happily meet with the leaders of the LFS protest but then it was a case of oh wait who's the leader because there's, there's about no, there's about 150 people now kind of going yeah that's me I'll talk to you yeah pretty much yeah um and the only other thing that I didn't know is that Angela Merkel resigned. <coughs> yeah, and the yeah. C- and the CDU has a new leader. Yeah, she's still Chancellor. Annegret Kramp Karrenbauer. Yeah, I should read into her. I'll make a note of that. Actually, I'll read into her and we'll talk about her next. Yeah, week, she's ta- apparently she's taking a little bit of a hard, harder stance on migration and kind of rolling back a lot of stuff that uh, Merkel did because mm. uh, she wants to get back all those voters that they lost to the AFD. Polls in Saxony, which votes on September 1st, puts the AFD in second place with 25% support, mm. four points shy of the ruling CDU. Right, okay. Mm, that could go. Yeah, her plan to drive CDU support from 31% back to 40%. Hmm. Is what she wants to do. Okay. Uh, keep Fair play to her. I mean, fucking keep an eye on that, because yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, Right, that's that's it for for my real news. Yeah, I've got nothing else in terms of real news. So do you want to do an finally? I've got an an finally. Yeah, shoot, was your an finally there? It's a problem with cutting things out of the newspaper. As I was looking at the back, skiers latest casualties of extreme weather. Wait, no, that's not that's not funny at all. <laughs> so, master of high court broke four courts windows with a hammer. Okay, master of the high court, Edmund Honovan, Honovan broke three small internal window panes in his four-courts courtroom with a hammer in an incident over air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the incident? He broke, he broke the window panes because the court service had failed to act on his concerns about stuffiness in the room. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was reported by media to be pleased with the outcome as the windows could now be opened manually after they were replaced, where previously the window latches had been painted over. The Sunday Times reported Mr. Honahan said he and a register had been repeatedly caught cold caused by a fog. <laughs> a what? <laughs> On a number of occasions in the court of proceedings, Mr. Honan had asked for windows to be opened in the courtroom. <laughs> so this case of like he was kept going, it's fucking stuffy in here. Like I can't even open the windows. What are you going to do about it? There's fucking aircon. Like no, I just want I'll open the fucking. <laughs> right, I can. There, the windows there. open. Windows open now. Okay, we'll replace them. Oh yeah, Grant. Make sure you ones with latches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, wow. to be, and to be fair to him, so the last paragraph dic- like dictates what, what he is. Uh, a, ma- a master of the High Court is a quasi-judicial role dealing with preparatory work for the High Court applications, mm. ruling of provisional orders and legal actions, and judgments in uncontested cases. A cabinet appointee, he is accountable to the government. Last year, he drafted housing legislation, the Affordable Housing and Fair Mortgage Bill, to give not-for-profit housing uh, providers first refusal ahead of vulture funds on houses in mortgage arrears, to expand the mortgage for rent model for properties in arrears, and to reform a while the mortgage arrear service as a mortgage resolution agency. The ball was introduced in the doll by Fianna Fáil TD, John McGuinness. He... he could not be reached for comment on Sunday. <laughs> I just love the idea of this, like, fucking stuffy high court bloke just being like, fucking, I'm just, I keep getting these fucking calls and it's fucking, you won't even fucking, look. that's I'm it. Ju- like a, I'm just, just so warm. I also love that he had a hammer. Brought a hammer into work to do it. 
was it not like a or gavel? Or he might have been a gavel as well. Yeah, that's what I assume. So it was his gavel. Which to me is funnier. But he's not a judge. But maybe he still he's gets a master gavel. of the high court. Maybe he still gets maybe a gavel. Maybe he robbed a gavel. <laughs> <laughs> Reached and grabbed a gavel out of a judge's hey, hand. Hey, Dave. Can I borrow your gavel? Yeah. Yeah, sure. What's it for? Bring it back in a few minutes. Might be a bit scratched there, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> So ah, that's good for him. That's my and finally. Uh, my one and finally is in tribute to our return of our intern steak knife. <laughs> the <laughs> this is a good one. <laughs> alleged, alleged, <laughs> actual steak knife. Uh, Freddy's Scapatici uh, was arrested in December and pled guilty to possession of animal pornography. Yeah, he was done under those uh, those those UK extreme porn laws. Yeah. <laughs> um. Huh. There you go. Yeah. Done for animal porn. I mean, I've heard of steak knives being used, being put into beef, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> and on that bombshell. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that was a, Yeah, that was a fun one. And especially, like, I just thought, considering we have our intern back today, that was a good one. Like, let's round up with the fact that. Yeah, let's chuck that one in there. Um, but yeah, thanks for thanks for listening to, yeah. to, to our podcast. Um. And uh, we'll be back next week with a bit of luck. Yeah, and uh, we'll have we'll have hopefully like more exciting news to report on because there'll actually be things happening. In some things will be happening. Um, there's there's that there's the vote in the UK, mm. and maybe a vote on our confidence, and maybe etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, so it could be a really exciting week. So uh, we could have a big if one it's next still week. if the, gov- the US government still shut down by next week, it's going to be a whole heap of fun. <sighs> it's I, heat think, up. I think if the shutdown's still going next week, I'm, I'm just not going to bother talking about it. Like. Something's going to have to happen for us to talk about it because otherwise we're just going to breeze straight past it because it's not worth talking about. Yeah. Uh, there's another. They're still not in work. Jesus, they're still not in fucking work. Um. So yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Um. Thank you for listening. Oh, thanks. Um, Rob, and thank you for listening, <laughs> Connor. <laughs> um. Yeah, we'll see you next week. See you next week. I love you. I love you. Bye bye. You're lovely. <laughs>